This is Bigger Pockets Daily, and it's Friday. I'm Tyler, and the article I'm about to share comes from the Bigger Pockets blog. You can find a wealth of information on the site, or by searching Bigger Pockets in any podcast app. Maybe that's how you found this show. So let's get to it. Okay, almost time for the show. We'll get right into it after this quick break. The dream of owning a vacation home can be daunting. From finding the best guests, to the maintenance, to organizing the cleaners after every guest day. With Vacasa, they make that dream into a reality. As a full-service vacation home management company with vacation homes in key destinations across the U.S., they know a thing about how to make owning a vacation home easy and profitable. On top of proactive property maintenance visits by professional local teams, a hospitality-driven booking platform, and around-the-clock support, Vacasa earns homeowners an average of 20% more revenue from their vacation homes. Vacasa is always thinking of ways to simplify the vacation homeowning experience by putting your home to work for you. If you're looking to make more from your vacation home, work with the reliable property manager, and finally have peace of mind, partner with Vacasa at vacasa.com biggerpockets. That's vacasa.com biggerpockets. This show is sponsored by Airbnb. Did you know that a long time ago, before I ever started my real estate business, I turned one of my first primary residences into an Airbnb? And that's the extra income that I needed from Airbnb that gave me the confidence to go out and work for myself and eventually quit my nine to five job. And now I have dozens of Airbnbs all over the country. I've even partnered up with the old David Green on a recent property in Scottsdale to take our portfolio to the next level. And of course, we host it on Airbnb. But you don't need to be a full-time real estate investor to start on Airbnb. As a matter of fact, I was self-managing 10 properties while working my 9-to-5 job, so I know anybody can do it. Think about it this way. You're looking for extra income and going on a vacation. Wouldn't it be great to rent out your space and let your property pay for itself while you're gone? I did this one time. I pitched my wife and my roommate because we were house hacking on the idea of renting out our home, and it paid for all of our expenses on a trip to Mexico City. So go and give it a try. It might just change your life just like it did mine. And I really do mean that. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Six tips for painless rent increases without losing a single tenant by G. Brian Davis. Like most pieces of the property management puzzle, a rent increase is part art and part science. There's a human element to it. That's where the art comes into play. Fortunately, even that can be systematized. Far too many landlords hesitate and fear raising the rent. But it's a part of the business, as raising prices is a part of any business. Inflation waters down the value of your rents each year, all while expenses ranging from taxes to insurance to repairs continue to rise and cost landlords more money. Here are six and a half tricks to avoid falling behind other rents in the neighborhood and earn your best possible returns on your rentals. Six tips for raising rent painlessly without losing a single tenant. Number one, raise the rent incrementally every year. If there's no other piece of advice you follow in this podcast, follow this one. Where so many landlords run afoul of rent hikes is that they wait they let the rent fall far behind market level and then try to raise the rent to normal market pricing all at once. But by that point, it's such a large leap that it jars the renter's budget and they end up either leaving or resenting the landlord thereafter. Instead, raise the rent by 2-4% to every single year like clockwork. It will help keep the rent competitive at market levels and it's a manageable increase for your renters. 
Perhaps most important of all, it sets expectations among your renters. They'll come to accept the annual rent increase as a fact of life, like paying taxes or politician sex scandals. Bonus half tip. Schedule your lease terms to end in April or May, regardless of when the renters first move in. When the day finally arrives when your renters non-renew and move out, it will be much easier to find replacement renters in late spring, early summer than other times of the year. Number two, never raise the rent by more than 8%. Raising the rent by 2 to 4% won't scare off your renters. At 5 to 7%, they may start considering whether to move. Above an 8% rent hike, many tenants will move on principle, if not because you've busted their budget. Again, don't put yourself in a position where you're $200 below market rents. It's not fair to you, and it's not fair to your renters when you raise the rent by so much at once. Raise the rent incrementally every year to avoid this position. Tip number three, consider offering another option besides a rent increase. If you do raise the rent significantly, consider offering your renters an alternative to avoid the hefty hike, locking in a longer lease. Imagine the following scenario. The rent is $1,500 and you're raising it to $1,590. Your tenants aren't happy. But if you offer a way out, you'll lock in the rent at $1,550 for them if they sign a two- or three-year lease renewal. Why would you make such a sacrifice? Because turnovers are where landlords lose the most money and the most time and labor and headaches. The longer you can keep each tenant, the lower your turnover rate and the higher your average returns. Tip number four. Remember that better relations with your renters equals higher renewal rates. Maintaining warm relationships with your renters is easier than you think. First, Follow the best practices we outlined in this podcast about boosting your renter retention rate. Here's a quick and easy one. Whenever you call your renters about anything, spend 60 seconds warming them up first by asking about their personal lives. Keep a brief file on each tenant, their children's names and ages, their interests, their jobs, and what was going on in their lives the last time you talked to them. These files take only 30 seconds to keep updated each time you speak with your renters. It takes attention, not hard work. Example, hi, Betty, how are you doing? The last time we talked, little Bobby was in the playoffs in his little league. How'd he and the team end up doing? Or, I know you'd been worried about that merger at work. How'd that go? You get the idea. It's amazing how big of an impression these small gestures make on your renters. They shift the context from an adversarial, muddy-grubbing landlord relationship to a collaborative human relationship. When you deliver the bad news that rent is going up, they'll take it much better knowing it comes from someone who bothers to ask about their lives and their children rather than a faceless, soulless check casher. Tip number five. Implement dual communication, phone and written notice. By law, you must send written notice of rent increases. It must also be delivered within a certain timetable, usually 30, 60, or 90 days before the lease expires. But that shouldn't be the only form of notice that you're raising the rent. No one likes receiving bad news by letter. It's impersonal and bureaucratic. Call your renters to deliver the news the same day you mail the written notice. Be friendly 
professional, and polite, but firm. After investing a minute or two in the small talk we discussed earlier, present the news like this. Betty, I wanted to reach out and give you the courtesy of a phone call before sending off the renewal form. This year, the rent is going up by $40. You've obviously been a great tenant, and we'd love to have you stay on. You should be receiving the renewal form over the next few days, and we'll email you an electronic version as well, since that's easier for most people to check off, e-sign, and reply back with. If they push back against raising rents, just respond with, I understand, Betty. But rents go up alongside our expenses. It's just part of life. We'd love for you to stick around, and we may be willing to negotiate a lower rent increase if you're willing to sign a longer-term lease. But if you decide to move on, we understand, and we'll work together for a smooth move-out process. See? Nothing to be afraid of. Tip number six. Pull about property upgrades and sometimes make them. Want your tenants to keep renewing year after year? Another way to build trust and human connection and to improve the value of your property is to ask them what upgrades they'd like to see. Then implement them sometimes, but not always. Once or twice a year when you talk to your renters, tell them, Hey, Betty, I wanted to check in and see what kind of changes you'd love to see around the property. I can't promise anything, but we value you as a renter and want to do what we can to keep you with us for the long haul. The ideas and suggestions you get will run the gamut, of course. Some will be outlandish, while others will be actually great ideas. <laughs> Look for ideas that are affordable to implement, but that will improve the value and marketability of the property long term. In other words, Look for improvements that would justify raising rents for future tenancies, not just help you keep this one renter happy. For example, many smart home upgrades are inexpensive to implement, but fun and exciting for tenants. And in some markets, they justify significantly higher rents. No one likes hearing that their bills will be going up. But renters won't think twice about it if they can see tangible improvements around the property, especially improvements based on their own ideas be a friendly but firm professional. In all your communications with tenants, be professional, friendly, and firm. Never argue. You do not negotiate with terrorists. <laughs> Build a human relationship with your tenants. Set expectations by raising the rent every year. It's not just taxes and death that are inevitable, but also that your rents will rise every year, but not by much. You're not looking to bust your renter's budget. You're simply keeping pace with market rents in your neighborhood and your ever-rising expenses. If raising rent is uncomfortable for you at first, write out a script similar to the examples we talked about today. You are not your tenant's adversary. You are a service provider. They are a customer, and you want to work with them in a friendly and professional way while still enforcing the rules and defending your boundaries. Thanks for listening to this show and enjoy your weekend. Me? I'll be back here with another show tomorrow. I can't remember the last time I took a day off. <laughs>